welcome back to the round table. We are here sitting and chatting today on the topic of social media, all about the socials. And when I think of social media, like going back to childhood, like that Bebo to Facebook transition, I don't know if anyone remembers that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like I remember doing my profile picture, I'd take about 50, 60 different, different angles on my, on my little digital camera, upload it like narrow it down, do the different filters, like post it, retag it so it reappeared on people's timelines. Mm -hmm. Like I was there, like that's what it looked like for me in teenage years, I think. But now it's so much bigger than like Facebook, isn't it? Like are we all on social media, first of all? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What do people use? Snapchat. Really? Does that count as social? I think that counts yeah, as social. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I despise that I'm thing. I'm obsessed yeah, with I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm just yeah, too old for Snapchat. I feel like I'm too old for most of social media, but <laughs> yet here we are. <laughs> Snapchat is awful. What? I'm upset. Like, literally, it's, it's really bad. Like, I just... I just feel like there's no, there's no reason to post. There's literally no reason. But if my story is empty, I just feel like... There's something wrong, like, I feel like, because I post so much, if I don't post, so it's like, are you guys, are you okay? I don't understand it. It's just like, if, a, if oh. a conversation goes dead you, and you still want to talk to the person, you don't have to go, hey, so what are you doing? You just send them a picture of something random and it's like, conversation instead of like, pushing I it. just hate how temporary it is though with Snapchat, because yeah. it's, I mean, I think with the other social media platforms, to some degree, there's, there's a bit more finality, which actually maybe isn't a good thing. But um, with Snapchat, like, you, I think it's hard for it to be properly meaningful all of the time because, because it's like, this is only a second. You're only going to see it for three, four, five seconds. Yeah. It's just unnecessary content. Yeah. But I think that's a good thing. Though, oh, I feel like we're beating up on Snapchat. We could be kinder to Snapchat. Okay, say, say a kind thing about Snapchat, go. Um, the young Can't people really like it. Young <laughs> the but, young people really like, but like it. With Instagram, well, that's the only people I know who are on it. Yeah, but, but like with Instagram, I think it's Kim a bit Kardashian. too... Like, with, okay, with Snapchat, you can post anything you want, right? Unless someone screenshots it. Wait, unless someone screenshots it, no one can actually make a comment that the whole world's going to see. Is that if a good I post thing? A, yeah, so if I post a picture on Instagram and someone, like, writes something horrible underneath it, everyone's going to see that unless I delete it. Yeah. If I post something on my Snapchat story and someone comments on it and, and like, says something negative, it just goes straight to me. No one else sees it except for me yeah, unless they've screenshot Instagram does that? No, on Snapchat, you can't openly yeah. comment on anything. Like, no one can see Unless the comment. you have to be friends or something, is that correct? So like, if you, if, if I post something in my story and you say, oh, you didn't buy us or whatever, it will just come straight to me. No one else can see it. Unless you screenshot it and repost right, it, no okay. one else is going to see it. I, yeah. don't think, right. I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing, though. Like, I mean, obvi obviously, it, like, this opinion will differ, but I think there, there's something quite... It's definitely not nice, because to receive any kind of hurtful message online obviously isn't nice. Mm -hmm. um, but having other people there who see it, I think the response is often usually very positive. And if you just receive it yourself, and then you're just there, you know, kind of thinking, oh my gosh, everyone thinks this. And that's really easy to think, yeah. if only you are seeing the message. Yeah, you're, you're, I got... Um uh, a, a message quite recently actually after sharing something quite you know vulnerable about my mental health or issues like that and somebody somebody sort of messaged me saying if you keep shitting on about your mental health and posting selfies people will think you're a sociopath all of this I went on and on and on and and I remember getting it um and uh, no, it came in a DM, but, and, but I remember getting it. And normally my approach with trolls is just block and delete and ignore like they are yeah. 
they're there for your, they, they, they get off on you being miserable. So if you don't give them any reaction. But this one was so bad that I thought, and it really, like you wake up in the morning, that's the first thing you read. I was like, oh, like why, like I'm a grown woman. Why is this bothering me? But I just shared it on my feed actually, and I never would have done it normally. And literally, as soon as I did that, everybody was like, well, this guy's an idiot, whatever, don't worry about that. And it just felt so small. Whereas yeah. before it felt like, oh my God, it really kicked me. But once I put it out there, I was like, oh, you know what, if she gets her kicks from doing that, fine. But actually that really helped me sharing it too. Um, so I think, you know, trolling is just part yeah. of it. I think my main problem with Snapchat though is the lack of monitoring. Um, especially for young people. Um, I have nieces and I love them. God knows I love them. But I worry about what they can put out sometimes. And because and, I, I tried Snapchat once upon a time and I suffered, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> it was too much. I said, I don't know what's going on. And there were people sliding in my DM saying things that they shouldn't be saying. Um, whereas on Instagram, I expose them, out business, don't come in my DMs and talk about certain things that you should not be wanting to talk about, hello. But when it's on Snapchat, it's a little bit different. Um, on Instagram, I can look at my nieces and I see certain pictures that they post up and I'm like, no, 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 this needs to go. But on Snapchat, I'm like, unless they allow me to follow them, I have no idea what they're posting. So that's one reason why I don't like it. It's, I've, personally, I don't find it safe for young people yeah but i don't think on that like no actual social media is like safe for anyway there's all like they're i just feel like social, they're safe far but it's just like you can't like with social media you can literally post whatever you want to post right they don't like for example you could put, if you want to like, you could post a nude in it on social media they don't like monitor the picture you post mm -hmm. but they monitor like you can report it but even to get something reported enough people need to report it to get it taken down and if you report something it's just like you can't see it like it's not really an immediate response. If only one person reports it, how bad could it really be? Do you know what I mean? I think the point I'm trying to make is, is, is uh, like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter is the lesser of two evils. Yeah. Is the easiest way for me to, to describe it. I think there's literally no way for me to monitor what my girl's up to. And I'm ridiculously overprotective um, of, of ladies in my life. But whereas I can monitor them a little bit more. I mean, I'm not going to lie. One of my nieces blocked me the other day. <laughs> <laughs> she did on Instagram because I was like, where's the rest of your outfit? <laughs> And she, yeah, I did. Well, if you're gonna post it live, I can comment this live. Is, that's, that's exactly yeah, what I did. You know what, I'm not gonna lie, I turned off my comments. me instantly. I turned off my comments because I feel like with Instagram, I don't post a picture to get your opinion on it. If I wanted your opinion on it, like, I Why would've. Why you post it then? Because I like the picture. Like, I, put, like, honestly, like, I feel like I post the picture on Instagram because I feel like I look nice. And like, I feel like the world, and I like try hard with my outfits. So the world needs to appreciate it, but I don't need your comment, if that makes sense, do you know what I mean? Like, if you like it, like it, if you don't, don't. I want you to see me without making a comment. Yeah, that's Fair exactly enough. what it is. So you want them to see it, but you don't want to, you don't want to hear it. Yeah, because like, not everyone's gonna like the way you dress or whatever, whatever. But like, if I feel like I look nice and I'm like, yeah, cool. I want, I look nice, I took a nice picture, I'll post it. But I don't need you to tell me your opinion on it. So why don't you take the picture and keep it in your photo album? Because no one can see it. <laughs> but then you don't want she no one to have no opinion. Yeah, but like an opinion as in like, okay, cool. There's a difference. I can just like the picture. If I got a notification that you've liked my picture, cool. Then I get a whole number of notification. You commented, oh, your socks are odd. Oh, your knee looks dry. Like, what? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, just a random comment. What if, people, what if people like the picture? That's Do you appreciate that? Yeah, like good. Okay, you have so good you taste. You want people to like it, but you don't want people to comment. So, yeah. yeah, that's a bit bad. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But you hang should. on, what are you doing it for? Like, like, which is fine. Social media should just be yeah. initially started off as like, yeah, yeah. 
well, it's just your account and you upload what you like. Now it's become more than that to a certain extent. People are using it as a platform. It's leveled the playing field when it comes to small brands being able to get in front of audiences that previously they wouldn't have been able to afford. People are making money out of it, you know, because of their platform. Like my, I talk about parenting and mental health on there and I don't know, and I'm interested, it's a question, I'm interested to know how many people are just using social media now just for fun. Like, yeah. are well, there people out there doing Sam, it? Sam, because you're in the music industry, aren't you? Like, is it a fun thing or is it like work? Like, what do you, how do you feel about social media? It, it used to be fun. Okay. <laughs> no, no, I'm, not, I'm not saying this like, oh no, I'm really, really sad about it. But uh, it, it started off as just being a bit of fun and just posting yeah. some singing stuff. But since the brand that mm -hmm. I'm a part of has become very, very serious, I kind of treat it as a business. Mm -hmm. yeah. And although I'm into religious music, there's still a huge business element in mm -hmm. social media. And I think the reason why we're all sat here in the first place is because human beings naturally have a need for validation mm -hmm. by other human beings. Like that's just the truth. Mm -hmm. So, which is why people have Facebook, which is why people have social media, so we can feel like community. Is that but what I it think, is for you? Um, it is, yeah, I would say so, because what I do really involves a lot of people. Mm -hmm. So not that I'm seeking validation, although there is that natural feeling within me, but the fact that I'm able to connect with people, which is a natural human need, is yeah. the very you know, bedrock of social media, isn't it? Like, is it? Yeah. Is it connection, would we say? Like, is this real, authentic connection, or is it us all walking around like this, thinking we're connected. I think it is real. I think mm. there comes a point where you have to accept that it is here. Like it's uh -huh. not just a, it's part of our life now. And it's all right, it's not the same connection as sitting across the table from somebody, but I don't think we can invalidate the connections that you make on social media. Like for me, it was a huge and enormous support when I was really struggling with postnatal depression to be able to connect to other women on a, on, a, on a level that wasn't as intense as real life, where we could share our stories and I knew that there were people there. Um, I think people dismiss social media and the connections that you make on it as being not real. And actually I think they're just different, like they are real, they're just different. I think though that there is a difference between saying that it is a good way for us to connect and saying that it can be a good place for, for us to connect, a good way for us to connect, because I don't think there's anything intrinsically wrong with the platforms of social media. Like intrinsically, there's nothing particularly bad about, yeah. about Snapchat or Instagram. I mean, if they, if they just existed completely isolated in a vacuum, there'd be nothing really wrong with them, right? Yeah. It's about how we use them. And so I don't think it always is a good way to connect. Um, I think it would be wrong for us to say that in every single instance, social media is, is a good way for us to connect and form relationships, real relationships. But equally, like you said, it can be a really positive place for, for genuine connections to form. Yeah, it shouldn't replace, it's not a case of it replacing real interactions and, and relationships, but it definitely has its place in our world. And, you know, we just, we can sit here and bitch and moan about the downfalls of it. That's true and they are there, but yeah. It also brings a lot of positive stuff to people's lives and businesses. And, you know, I wouldn't have been able to make a living if I didn't, if social media didn't exist. My husband was on tour for six months of the year. I had two kids. Like, there isn't a job in the world that's going to pay me enough to cover childcare, allow me to get there at nine when I've dropped the kids and leave at three to pick them up. Like, that doesn't exist. So without social media, I wouldn't have been able to build the marketing agency or the blog. 
Um, How about you, Rachel? Have you had a similar experience? How's yeah, it impacted no, I, you? So I agree with Ruby as well. I think with everything, there's always good and bad. You know, you can take a knife. A knife could be bad if you stab someone with it, um, but it could equally also be good if you're trying to, I don't know, cut use a cake. It, yeah, cut a cake. <laughs> whatever else you do with the knife, um, you know, cook. Um, and so I agree. I think for me, social media has been really positive because I use it as a channel to be a voice for models. Um, so I'm a commercial model. And I think for me, my own personal experience is we tend to, there's a lot of judgment on models, I'm sure with every other professions um, and people. Um, but with models, there's this level of stigma. And I use it as a voice to show people that we're humans. We're not perfect. Um, and on set, people think we're perfect because we look a certain way. But I think we have to perfect our exterior because it's what the industry require. But on set, we're puppeteers. So imagine how that feels being puppeteers um, through your job, you know. And then again, there's judgment of like, oh, your life is so perfect. No, it's not. Um, and then alongside that comes its perks. You know, you use it for business. I now shop through Instagram. I don't really... I don't really look at any other brands, all of my fashion, clothes, everything. They're all, um, they're all, what do you say? They're all um, promoted through my friends. So I've got loads of influencers, friends, but I sort of take on their suggestions. I don't look at anything else anymore. I don't need to because the fastest growing brands are on Instagram. You'll see their ads. So for me, it's, yeah. a, it's a very efficient way to live live as well. Um, so for me, it's just got loads of pro pros. I can yeah. see the cons as well. Because I was going to say, I think as mature adults, especially entrepreneurs and founders, it's been a great blessing because for business and many different things, it's, it's been great. But then I think when you look at it from hindsight and you look at it from, you know, young people that are 18 and under, and we look at the, the rate of suicide, we rate, look at the rate of actually mental health and depression, yeah. it's actually come because people have found validation in platforms like Instagram, Facebook and Twitter you know, obviously from a business perspective, yeah, it's great. But then, as I said, at the same time, I wouldn't say we should use it as a place of validation mm -hmm. because it, it's killing people. It's killing mm -hmm. people. And, and as I said, with, with these social media platforms, we only post the best bits. Yeah, <laughs> you don't, you, yeah we do. You, you know, even, Matt, like, and you know what? what? Even the bad yeah. bits are the best, are yeah, the best yeah, the bits. Like, you know, it's like, <laughs> yeah. I, I, you know, I'll be honest and I'll never, I don't care about showing the ugly and the, or the talking about the difficult stuff. But I'd be lying if I said there wasn't some sort of construct there. You know, yeah. of course there is. I'm creating content. And yes, it's honest content, but it is still created. Yeah. You know, it's not just me sat at a table. You know, it doesn't make it any less real or, or honest. Or we see like, you know, couples like everyone was talking about this relationship goals. I think that's a bit, I think that's, died, I think that's died down a bit, to be honest with you. Because people have actually kind of hit the reality that, yes, Probably not real, but then you would see couple. You would see like, couples who takes together. The picture? You would see couples. <laughs> yeah, you would see, like, yeah, you would see couples together for six to twelve months. All of a sudden, they broke up, and you're thinking, "But what happened? What happened is what they showed you was, was fake." In my yeah, opinion, yeah. if you're going to post about your relationship, I think if you break up, we have a right to know okay. on the reason why you broke up. This is true. That's, that's my yeah, thing. So yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys have decided to make a platform. 
using us yeah. and to drawing us in with your stories. Yeah. So if you break up, that's okay. Yeah. How can we help you? Here's a tissue. <laughs> <laughs> Let's discuss it. Don't, yeah. I think, I think the problem I'm having, yeah, yeah. the problem yeah. I'm having with yeah. social media is, the, is, in my opinion, the lack of realness. Yeah. And it is it's what's affecting our, our younger generation. Mm. When you're looking at some of the pictures that some of these girls are putting up, I'm just like, sweet Jesus, you don't even look like that. Mm. Like, how is that even mm. okay? And then you're having young people who are looking at this and this is what they're aspiring to look like and as much as I, I love social media for the for the fact that I'm able to speak about the things I think are taboo being a I don't call myself an influencer I cannot stand the word I don't call myself curvy or plus size I call myself a fat activist because the truth is I'm a fat girl end of and that is that is the beginning and the end of that conversation if you want to take it that is on you and I talk about that I go out of my way to make sure I do not edit any of my pictures but how many of us are actually going to be honest to say that we put real pictures out there where you're if they're unedited I talk on my stories in my headscarf you'll be like dear god Celestina please put on draw an eyebrow <laughs> no you're going to see me in my rawness yeah. but again there's not a lot of people that yeah. actually do that and instead you're having these girls who look like Kim Dashian, Kim Kardashian and then they want to be promoting flat tummy tea and them sort of oh. things and it oh, and so this is why I'm like social media is great because it's it's great for businesses and yeah. brands and entrepreneurs when it's used yeah. in the right way mm. but then we have right now it's mm. just been taken and flipped so yeah. negatively yeah. and it's affecting our younger generation yeah. like it's not so I've got two social media accounts I have like my main one where like anyone can follow me and I have my Finsta I feel like everyone should have a Finsta you know, have a, What's a, Finsta? a fake Instagram it's not fake but it's like your private Instagram account you could post like not really well you can post whatever you want anyway but like only my friends can follow it is that, the more, is that the more personal one yeah okay. how so many like, people follow that one there's like I got like 80 people but like I know okay. them all oh. individually yeah, yeah individually right. so <laughs> on my I went to go post something on my Finsta <sighs> I and I posted it on my main account, Finster. but I didn't. This is all new to me. I didn't. It's, like, it's, just, it's a normal. Okay, I'm making it sound like it's a big. It's a normal Instagram account, but it's just on private. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Like no, I can let you can try to follow me, but yeah. I'm not gonna let you follow me. Okay. Like it's just on private, and only my friends know about it. Like yeah. if you know me, anyway. So I go into post something on my fake account. I post on my main account, but I didn't realize, and it was just like a video of me and my cousin. But it's just like no one needs to see that and no one needs to know that this is what we do and like it was just really really embarrassing and i left it there for like an hour and like i must have been at work or something so i didn't realize then my friend i had like 20 minutes call what the hell are you doing on instagram and i was like i had to remove it but like like about 200 people saw it mm. and who knows if it's been screen recorded we'll find out in 10 years time right? <laughs> yeah. I'm famous so we'll find out then how about you precious any worst moments <laughs> <laughs> Like it's it's something that I haven't really been vocal about because I kind of just keep myself to myself to be honest with you at most times. But um yeah, like I had a really bad experience about I think about five years ago. Um and yeah, it was just a bad breakup. It was a really bad breakup and I was very well known on Instagram on all social media platforms. There were so many people who um admired what I was doing at the time with the person that I was with. Um, thank God, obviously, I've got married now. Love my wife, Dorothy. Come on. Um, you know, and um, like, yeah, it was really bad. Like, uh, you know, obviously, I talked to so many different people that, that were on social media at the time. I, I pretty much took them in as family because that's how I am. Like, if I'm, if I'm, I wear my heart in my sleeve and if I'm open, I would let everyone in. If, if, if you know, whatever I said was, was very genuine, I didn't, you know, wasn't fake online, anything like that. And the relationship went really sour and it went, we broke up for our own reasons. But the whole of Instagram at the time turned, turned, me, turned on me. And it was, it was, it was painful. Mm. It was painful because 
I've always been quite private. I've always been quite guarded. And obviously growing up on the streets of London, you, you keep yourself to yourself. You don't really let people know your business. But at that time, I kind of did. And yeah, it hurt me. It really, really hurt me. And it took me a long time to get over, um, you know. And yeah, I, I just, that's, that's why for me, social media is, it, it can be a blessing, but at the same time, it, it can be a curse. And as I said, as a young person, I can only imagine someone that hasn't got as much grace or as much strength as me at that time, how they actually been able to move on from an experience where they've experienced something like that or, bully, or cyberbullying or something along them lines. If you could go back, would you still be as vulnerable and open on social media no. or are you now? No, I think, I think now I, I have my limits, so I'm not, okay. you know, obviously I know it, I, you know, back then I thought, oh wow, I've got 4,000 or 5,000 friends online. Wow, I'm, I'm bubbly. But I think now, obviously, regardless of how many followers I might have, um, because obviously me and my wife are in digital marketing, so we need to use that, you know, them platforms to showcase what we do or to talk about our, our beautiful marriage, to be honest with you at times, um, to encourage other young people, other young Christians that are online. But I think now if I could go back, I definitely wouldn't be as vulnerable as I was. I probably would have been in a position where I had a lot more substance in terms of relationship. No matter what your boundaries, you're always pretty vulnerable online because, um, you know, you make mistakes, you're human, you're going to say stuff that you, every now and again, you're going to say something that gets people riled up, you know, and I've done it and I did it a couple of years ago and said something really, um, you know, and I can sit here and make a load of excuses, not excuses, but there was a lot of explanations behind me not quite thinking through what I was saying. Um, and I mean, I'll be honest and I'll tell you what it was. And basically I'd been at a festival and I came back and I was exhausted and I was tired and I just wrote on a caption, um, camping where you pay for uh, festivals, camping at festivals where you pay a fortune to live like a homeless person. And it obviously, well, actually the first like 20 minutes were fine. And then somebody got it and was like, that's not all right for you to say that. And they were right. It was not all right for me to say that. But at the same time, it was like, you're right. And I'm sorry, held my hands up, apologize. But the abuse that came in was, and I, like, I'm all for being called out when I get it wrong, absolutely. But it was weeks and weeks of, I mean, people were on stories calling me a see you next Tuesday for 20 minutes. Wow. About, like, I would wake up in the morning and be crying at the breakfast table. And my husband would be like, what is wrong? I'm like, because every time I pick up my phone, I have literally just got a barrage of messages of people calling me. That, and I was like, and I made a mistake and I have really said, I'm sorry. And I couldn't do anymore, but it was relentless. And it was a really, really miserable, miserable time. And you know, the, the reactions were, well, it's only social media or um, well, you've put yourself out there or, you know, and that's all true. But I do remember that like was a dark, dark time. And it definitely made me in terms of boundaries. It really made me censor myself to a point where I lost kind of the authenticity in what I was saying. I was far less open. I was far less willing to put myself out there. Um, I was far less willing to try and be funny um, because I just didn't want to get it wrong again because it was, br it was brutal. Um, I, I think you're right though that it can be so difficult to be vulnerable online like the last thing kind of the last thing that you said um, but I think at the same time that sometimes e even though there is so much that can go wrong when you're vulnerable online equally that's kind of what makes it very worthwhile at the same time and of course that's not me saying like you have to share every single miserable thing in your life and it's um, 
because you need to look after your mental health at the same time. You know where your boundaries are, you know where your limits are, and it's important to respect that. But I've found like a lot, I've kind of, I've, there's something quite meditative I found in being in being open online about things I wouldn't normally be open about. So um, I'm in my first year at university. Well, I've just finished my first year at university. <laughs> no longer. <laughs> and um, in my very first uh, kind of essay that I did, I didn't do I didn't do very well. And I shared a live reaction of me opening the kind of the email where I got the result. And um, I was like, I was incredibly vulnerable in that moment. You know, I, I started crying. I was like, oh, this is, I, you know, you feel embarrassed because you're crying in front of people, but you're thinking, no, I'm going to share this because I think, I think it's important for people to know that it's not just highlights online and that there are lowlights and that it's important to show that, like, we're real people. Like, everyone on social media is, is a real person too. Mm. Um, like, Rachel, you were saying with, with modelling, you know, um, like, kind of, giving 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 people like real humanity and identity yeah do we think we're lose like we spoke about it a little bit earlier but are we like losing connectedness like physically emotionally spiritually like is social media actually putting a like a barrier up between us people can almost go into fantasy land in terms of oh i'm so loved i'm so this i'm so that when in reality you get real love when you are yourself. And you was just saying like, there's so much power in being vulnerable. Um, when you're actually yourself and you're on social media, what people don't realize is the people who follow you for being you will make you feel a lot stronger because when you post something, whether it's good, whether it's bad, whether you're having a great day or a sad day, you know that those people are following you because they really feel that connection with you. Yeah. But if you're a different person on social media, then they're following that version of you. They're not, they're not interested in yeah. you. They don't care if you know, you've got a headache or there's actually something wrong with you. Mm -hmm. They just want to see that part of you. So right. the moment you stop being that person and you don't then have that love as you should do in real life, then you start to feel like, oh my gosh, I'm really disconnected from the world. But in reality, we put that on ourselves as human beings. So I just feel like we should sometimes just, we're created as human beings to be um, sort of, what's the word, unique. And there is power in our uniqueness because we have, you know, a, I'm a Christian and I really believe that God has created each and, of, each and every one of us in his image and his likeness. So we're all beautifully, the Bible says, are fearfully and wonderfully made. So that is your power. Does that make sense? Yeah. So the moment you stop being that person you were created to be, yeah. there's a problem. I think there's also like a really physical thing about engaging as well in the fact that it, there's a, the phone, the device, whatever it is, becomes a real barrier. And I know that, mm -hmm. and you know what, I can hold my hand up and say, I'm probably pretty addicted to my phone, certainly to social media. I, I try and be aware of it. I try and deal with it. But, you know, I've got two kids and I'm freelance and I run my own business. So it's very easy for me to make excuses and go, well, I need to be on my phone. I've yeah. got to be able to write emails, you know. Yeah. But I've had my kids go, Mama, please put your phone down. Oh. Like, you know, and I listen and I hear it. Um, and there's, you know, there's a nature of it is that I do make my money largely on my phone. So, you know, <laughs> so I can't... So you want to eat tonight? I can't, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm on my phone. phone. <laughs> you need shoes. You need shoes. I'll be with you in a minute. Um, so, you know, I can't just go cold turkey on it, but I think it is a physical barrier. You know, we've all been at dinner, we've all been at dinner parties or oh, yeah. parties or <laughs> bars where we're on our phones. Like, you know what's the best thing is that when you go out, yeah, and I, lo I was out the other, not the other night, but whenever. And um, 
the, these girls must have been out for like one of their birthdays, right? And like, she must have been like to the guy, right, just hold my phone, everyone ready? And they all got the shot, woo! Flash went off. Wow. Do you know what? I, and so watch it, like, of it, like, you know it's like that because you make the videos as well. But like, as soon as I, when I like watching it from the out, I was just like, what the hell is happening? Like, they just like instantly just turned off, like, no one even said anything to each other afterwards. It was just a shot glass got down, the camera got taken, the caption got posted it. Is this, is this life so then? Like, is this how we're connecting through this yeah. fake way? Is, is it this forever? Like, do you think things will change? It's going to get worse. Yeah. Think it is yeah. going to get worse, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. I know I sound a little bit like no, a you're right. I, 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 I agree with you. But I think I'm just a realist. I, I agree with you. I agree with you. I mean, especially with yeah. now, like, AI technology, they're yeah. really just yeah. enhanced. They're doing everything Mental. they can to stop us from interacting with each other. Yeah. It's like they, it's like there's some information that we as humans have that they don't want us to share amongst each other. But we're playing honest. into that, right? We, yeah. We're responsible. We're, like we're oh, the ones propagating but they're doing this it in a way that if you're not a part of it, then you are excluded from society. Yeah. That you are, you're not fitting in. You are. It is fully like you feel like you cannot function without being on social media. You feel like you cannot function without your phone. Like I had to admit recently, I sleep with my phone in my left hand. Wow. The, yeah, I have the ring thing, you know. Yeah, the, the, yeah. I sleep. I had to admit <laughs> that. Like it is, that is absolutely disgusting. Yeah, I and get, I, had, that is, it's awful. I get, I get told off by my wife. I'll be honest with you because in the mornings when we wake up, and like, if I'm on my phone, my wife will be like, <laughs> "Are you this stuff?" And then she'll just kind of go back to sleep. <laughs> and I'll be like, <laughs> tell you, I will close that phone. I mean, if you even look at just simple things like um, our superstores now, they no longer have normal cashiers. Yeah. We now yeah, have this. Yeah. And thank and you for Yeah, and you know, Amazon are crazy. Amazon, you know, supermarkets where you just pick it up and it takes it straight out of your account. And you're just like, Oh it's God. literally Am we're I becoming not, the minority report. Yeah. Am I not allowed to talk to another human being? Will I be fined? That's Am like, I going to end up in prison? That's like with like Monzo. You know, like the Monzo bank account. They don't have an actual... Like, listen, I'm with Santander. Well, there's yeah. no bank. Like, there's no actual... You can't go to them. Other banks are available. But it's like, banks. you can't... Like, there's no physical... Like, even to make the account, you have to say, my name is da-da-da-da-da and I want a Monzo yeah. account. Cool, whatever. It's all hunky-dory. But it's like, I lost my bank card the other day. But not my Monzo, but my other one. And like, I needed to go and speak to someone because I wanted to make sure. But imagine if you don't have that, like you can't, there's no more human interaction. I think that's so scary. Cause like, even with my friends, it's like they go to unis and like other places and stuff. And because we feel like, cause we FaceTime all the time, when they're in London, I don't get excited. I'm like, I don't really care. I'll just FaceTime you. Like it's really, I feel like you need human interaction. You need to speak to people. I honestly, I'm so grateful for the fact that I am the age that I am. Yeah, me too. I'm not going to expose my age. We're not going to do that. But <laughs> when I grew up, we absolutely did not have have technology. Do you know what? Like, I, I was literally going to say, more. I wish I was born in like the 80s, like mm -hmm. 70s in terms of technology yes, wise, because I feel like there was so much more interaction then. Like people, you'd, 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 like the way I see it, like obviously sometimes you kind of watch the films and you see it and they're like, they, they say... I'm feeling really old right no, now. They, 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 in the mornings, they say to their neighbours, like, good morning, they're on the train, they of interact. And I'm sure like yeah, most yeah. of our parents and stuff like that met yeah. up because they would go to work and they would actually have conversations. Yeah. But you know what, like, I grew up in the 80s. Obviously there was no internet, there was no Instagram, anything like that. Um, but there were still issues. Like it wasn't yeah. like we were living this hunky-dory perfect life where my parents woke me up every morning with a beautiful breakfast. Like 
I still felt like my parents were still spending a lot of time doing other shit rather than hanging out with me mm. because parents actually need to do that. Like they need to have time away from their kids and there's way too much pressure on parents to be 100% with their kids these days. It's just not right. But, um, but I think there's always going to be something. And honestly, it does. I think you're right. I think it's, it's going to get more and more. I've got two girls and I'm genuinely terrified the one thing I'm glad at is that I'm in it. I'm not one of those parents that's like, oh, I don't know anything about Instagram, you know. I don't, at least I'm there, at least I can yeah. try and have an honest conversation with them, but I mean. But when you said there's still issues, it wasn't as bad as literally a breakdown in communication like in this generation. Because they don't know how to communicate. They have not been taught to communicate. But back then, yeah. on technology to communicate. Actually, I really disagree. I think we're moving towards a generation where communication is, they're born with communication just because we don't communicate the same way as our pioneers, as our older generation. Yeah. I really see this evolution of technology as a way of life. I mean, if we compared our lives now to cavesmen back then, they'd be shocked, they'd be mortified at the way we live now, minus the, the, the age of technology. But and then, so I think it's a- But then back in the times when we go to like cavemen, we'd probably go to our parents. A lot of the times, like even in school, they'll teach mental maths. You go to a young person now and you tell them to do equations, they're like, they'll look at you like, what are you, what yeah, are you talking about? Let me, let me get my okay, phone. Okay, no, okay, Two? Like, for example, do you know they're now taking away the, the clocks yeah. from, from, from classrooms because kids do not know how to read a normal clock. Yeah. Yes, they're now digital. doing digital clocks. No, 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 as an, as, as an example, yeah. I, I disagree with everything you said about, yes, there's an evolution of technology, absolutely. But yeah. if you were to put two young people in a room, take away their phones, and just allow them to have a conversation, mm. like, in my opinion, I think that there will be a struggle. Okay. Yeah. 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 As a parent, as a parent, am I the only one hey, here guys. with kids? I don't know. Am I the only one here with kids? Probably. As a parent, <laughs> it's, that's my job. Yeah. There are screens, there, it is my job to take the phones away, it is my job to teach them how to read a clock, it is my job to make sure that they can communicate okay. can within each other. On the, if you could use social media to change the world, change something about the world, what would you do, what would you use it for? Or like, is anyone already, like, is it achieving a purpose or a calling, like? I feel as if there are elements to social media which is changing the world at the yeah. moment as we speak. But if I was to, if it was me personally who was to bring out, you know, the yeah. whole of social media again, I would simply, like, if you go into what, if you're going to most jobs, they would do a DBS, or previously known as a CRB. Mm -hmm. I would integrate that on social media. So I would do a DBS whereby a lot of young people are seen, are they in, a, in the right mental state to actually be on such a platform? Have they been through cool. uh, mental health issues beforehand? Is it something that would maybe ignite previous childhood or bad childhood experiences mm -hmm. or are they in a position where they're too vulnerable to be on such platforms? Okay. I think that's what I would do. Um, but I don't, as I said, I don't think social media is bad. As I said, it's been a blessing, but sometimes can be a curse. But I think that's yeah. definitely needed. Like Especially increased like monitoring. Increased like, monitoring, yeah, yeah. social media, YouTube. Awesome. Yeah, I think so many deaths would probably be uh, prevented if that, was, if that was done. For me, social media is about storytelling, mm -hmm. being intentional, understanding the world where it's going and then try and tell your story as part of it. So, and, and I think what we've spoken about today is, it sounded like it's all about the evils of social media, just like sex. Sex is not evil in itself, but if you do it, I don't know if you have it without protection and all of that, you'll have 
pregnancy, unwanted pregnancy and all that kind of stuff, what do you do? You have sex education. So I think what we should push forward is phone education in schools and the homes, mm -hmm. set up perimeters, healthy perimeters. But then if everyone understood that it's, it can be used for validation, but it can also be used to inspire people and more people create content to inspire, to encourage, to motivate instead of taking people down. Um, you know, I, I think we can normalize social media because it is the way forward, whether we like it or not. I feel like with like, okay, I say in my generation, like what people, <laughs> yep, I'm that kid. Um, like they're really, okay, so like a lot of people I know, we all have like our own like, like small businesses and stuff here, which like the best thing about Instagram, anyone can start a business and like you can do whatever you want on it, which is a good thing. But one thing I would say people are not good at doing is helping promote other people. I feel like there's this big thing at the moment. It feels like if I promote, like say for example, I do clothes, you do clothes. If I, if I promote you, then I'm not gonna get the same back kind of thing. Like I feel like people don't realize that promoting someone else's stuff doesn't dim your light at any way, like in any way, shape or form. And I feel like that's something people need to remember and like just like if I've got a hundred followers, you got a hundred followers, I repost your thing, you repost my thing. That's we got two hundred together, do you know what I'm saying? Like people need to learn how to just share a bit more because that's what it's really there yeah. for to be honest. I think we've had some really interesting discussions. It's cool to get different views in there on like from like music industry, modelling and parenting, like we've covered some spectrums. But I think like let's keep the conversation going let us know what do you think social media good or bad evil or not like is it something that blesses your world or is it something that actually has caused you some real hurt and what can we do about it we would love to hear your thoughts shall i do it peace out <laughs>